What's up, what's up? Welcome back to the seventh episode of Cinematic Minds. On this episode, we'll be discussing the 2021 film, Matrix Resurrections, which was released in theaters while also streaming on HBO Max. We'll then also be taking a deep dive into the career of Yahya Abdul-Mateen. So our usual quick announcement before we get started, this podcast is a spoiler zone podcast in which we'll discuss the entire plot of the movie. All right, let's get started. For those of you who have listened to the first six episodes, we thank you for returning. For those of you who are listening for the very first time, we hope you enjoy the ride. So sit back and relax. But first, listen to these cool sounds provided by our musical curator, my bruh, DJ Chuck D. So what's up? Welcome back to the seventh episode of Cinematic Minds Podcast. I am one of your hosts. I am Ed. I am Theo. And I'm Malcolm. And together we are here, three brothers, discussing films uh, with a specific spotlight on uh, contributions from filmmakers and artists, uh, people of color in the uh, filmmaking and Hollywood industry. Uh, <clears throat> before we kind of uh, go into discussing um, the movie that we have selected for uh, today's episode, just kind of do a quick roundtable, discuss uh, what's been going on in our life. Um, Malcolm, uh, what's been going on with you, man? Tell us about your, uh, your, your, your journey across the country, um, in, in Denver. How's, how's Denver treating? Oh, then things are going good, man. Uh, me and my fiance, Lane, we just, uh, we just got settled in here. Oh, I, I shouldn't say settled in, but we just got here, uh, last Thursday. Um, we took like a three day ride out from Detroit. Uh, you know, our first stop was when it was in Iowa city, Iowa, Second stop was in uh, Grand Island, Nebraska, and then we we uh, you know trucked it all the way from there. Here, um, it was cool. It was a fun road trip. I mean, there wasn't a lot of shit going on in like those uh, you know Great Plains states and stuff like that. But you know, it was a chill drive. Um, you know, it was kind of just fun. Um, I, I the cats were <laughs> a whole thing of their own, just coming with them. Uh, I had I had the girl cat ride with me. She was mad chill relaxed the boy cat was meowing its head off the whole time i had him riding with elaine because i already knew that was going to be the case so i was like all right i'm about to dodge that um but it was good man so just uh excited to you know be getting here we're waiting for our stuff uh the bulk of our stuff should be coming in next week so we're kind of just chilling like uh just getting the things that we can get situated situated starting to try to get acclimated with the area, you know, try to get ahead on some of the logistical boring stuff that we have to do, uh, you know, with re- relocating to the new area. Uh, but, you know, just happy, you know, that we were able to make it here in one piece and excited for this uh, new journey. Thanks, bro. Well, yeah, man. seems like you're feeling it. seems like you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> seems like you're enjoying out there. Uh up in the in the in the mile high city so uh yes, we sir. all can't look we all look forward to being able to come out there and uh, visit you as soon as possible as soon as you get some furniture definitely <laughs> yeah okay well uh, <clears throat> what do we choose uh the, what will we be discussing today today on the seventh episode we decided to be discussing um the 2021 film um that was a warner brothers film that was released on hbo max and simultaneously, simultaneously in movie theaters, The Matrix Resurrections. Um, <clears throat> this is a, a sequel 
um, to the eight the, to the Matrix tr uh, trilogy that came out 18 years ago. Um, pretty complex uh, plot summary, so definitely <laughs> hard to discuss everything that's in it. Um, one thing I want to remind everyone is, again, this is a spoiler zone podcast, so we do assume that everyone who has listened to this has watched the entire movie. Um, but what I'm going to do is just do a quick uh, rundown of um, the plot and the cast. Uh, really, I'm just seeing it from Wikipedia. It was the most concise summary I could see of this very convoluted uh, movie. So <laughs> The Matrix Resurrections is a 2021 American science fiction action film produced, co-written, and directed by Lena Wachowski. It is a sequel to The Matrix Revolutions, which came out in 2003, and the fourth installment in the Matrix film franchise. Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Carrie Mouse, <clears throat> Carrie Ann Moss, Jada Pinkett Smith, and Lambert Wilson reprise their roles from the previous films. And they are joined by Yahia Abdul-Mateen It's Yaya. Yaya? Yeah. Yaya yeah. Abdul-Mateen II, Jessica Henwick, Jonathan Groff, Neil Patrick Harris, and Priyanka Chopra Jones. Jonas. The film is set 60 years after the events of Revolutions and follows Neo, who lives a seemingly ordinary life as a video game developer, troubled with distinguishing dreams from reality. A group of rebels, with the help of a programmed version of Morpheus, free Neo from a new version of the Matrix, and fight a new enemy that holds Trinity captive. The Matrix Resurrections premiered in Toronto on December 16th, 2021, released by Warner Brothers Pictures on December 22nd, both theatrically and via HBO Max streaming service, and has grossed over $125 million worldwide so far. Critics praised the performances of the cast and action scenes, though the writing and visuals received some criticism. Um, a few what was the facts. budget again? What was so, the budget? So here's a here's the budget, bro. The budget was 190 mil. And they've only made 125 million so far. So yep. far. Oh. Pandemic, bro. So it was supposed to, it was supposed to originally come out in March uh, 2021. Um, but yeah, pandemic. So yeah, that's pretty that's pretty tough, man. Pretty tough. So um but yeah, um, and again, one of the things that we wanted to select it with is, I'll, I'll be honest, uh, I think, I, and we're actually, we're going to be all very real, I think Theo and I kind of or Matrix fans, and I, not to say it, Malcolm wasn't, I think we we're into this, and then um, really wanted to talk about, uh, well, we're looking forward to Yahia's, Yahia. Yahya. 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 Yeah. Butchering his name. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I assumed that when I heard Yahia the first time, I was like, oh, he must have just mispronounced it but now i'm like oh because there's a y in there so i get it the only reason why i know that for sure is because he's from oakland and a couple of my homies like went to like school with them so they're like oh yeah 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 i'm like oh cool that's cool yeah cal berkeley or high school or that's uh, cool. i guess it would have been like high school that's real cool all right um yeah so we wanted to talk about him so um and also highlighting the other people of colors uh performances particularly jada pinkett smith and Priyanka Chopra Jonas. And what uh, so about, wait, 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 wait. Don't forget about Telma Hopkins, a.k.a. the aunt <laughs> yeah. Family Matters. Thank you. I thought that was so weird. Like, is nobody, is nobody going to talk about this? <laughs> this is, 
Aunt, Aunt Rachel? Like, no, I was like, I'm like, and then it's like, dude, we just got like Aunt Rachel and and Jada Pinkett from Different World, like just chilling on the Matrix. All right, cool. Yeah, right. And I thought it was funny that they felt the need to put like extra makeup on her to make her look <laughs> older. I'm like, this lady's already 73. Like, why uh, do y'all need to do all this extra <laughs> stuff to make her look even older? She's already old. Like, let her, like flaw, yeah, let her floss in the fact that she still looks good, good, and she's old. Like, but I was, they went I was crazy I, on the makeup. I saw, I was getting some, uh, I don't know, like they was like some roommates <laughs> type of vibes. <laughs> some roommates? That's def- That was definitely her lesbian lover. Oh, for real? Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. they were doing to it. My bad. Yeah. I, thought they, I thought they were doing like the high alert and alluding to it. Yeah, no. I, so I was like, oh, cool. Uh, so it's not Aunt Harriet. Aunt Harriet was a mom. What was the, it was like Aunt. Aunt Rachel. Aunt Rachel, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Jenna Pinkett is in a, in a, a lesbian relationship uh, with, with Aunt Rachel. <laughs> in this movie. I can dig it. I can dig it. We can't see it. But we're all trapped inside these strange repeating loops. Billions of people just living out their lives, oblivious. But this is the moment for you to show us what is real. So, so what's up? Um, so what did you guys think? What was your first impressions? What were your thoughts? What, what, how did you experience it? And uh, what did you think? Who'd like to get, get things off? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll start. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know where you got that I was a Matrix fan because I'm that. I was like, eh. I, remember, <laughs> like, I watched the first ones. I was like, oh, okay, right, I guess cool. it was just me. <laughs> that, that's cool. You know, like I, like, I, I don't know. It's like one of those movies that for the time, it was so groundbreaking that it just stands like, you know, it's just like, oh, but like, because like, I feel like it, I don't know. So the whole Matrix franchise for me, I'm like, whatever on, I get at the time. I remember seeing it for the first time when I was like a kid in Tennessee and went out with my friends to see it. And um, so, yeah, I mean, and the most recently I, uh, I watched the series like early on in the pandemic um, and I remember kind of like half watching it and half kind of like Wikipediaing things about the film during it because it was like, uh, you know, the 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 it was brothers, the Wachowski brothers were the ones that like uh, created it and directed it. And then I found out that like one of the Wachowski brother brothers got a sex change, and then the other brother got a sex change too. So like they're the Wachowski sisters now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Which is which hey, is, so checky. Heard what I heard. Fact. That like, yeah. well, I think it's a real fun fact, quote unquote, is that I think that they pretty much came out that like the whole Matrix trilogy, like franchise is like an allegory for, you know, them. Is film, it like, allegory? It's allegory. Allegory. Eddie's, <laughs> Eddie's pronunciation game is weak as fuck today. <laughs> I, was like, uh, I guess I've just been mispronouncing that forever. Uh, it was yeah. an allegory uh-huh. for uh, uh, living a transphobic life. I mean, not transphobic life, living a trans. Oh. Uh, a, tr- a transgender 
for living a transgender life and stuff. Right. Right. Like you're like going through the motions and you're living something like, man, something just doesn't feel right and stuff. Right. And and just to kind of see that, like to be like that, to be like a a huge franchise. And then for not only one of the brothers to uh, transition, but two that I think that's really uh, interesting. And it was crazy because like my wife was watching it. She watched it first and the the new one, Matrix Resurrection, and it's directed by Lana with Wachowski. She was like, oh, we got to look her up. It must be their, their daughter or something like that. Or one of their daughters. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. That's one of the Rakowski brothers. That's now a sister. Um, oh, buzzkill, man. Yeah. About, I'm sorry. Did you hear about Bob Saget dying? Oh, oh what? Oh, no. Yo, the 20, 2022 is like kind of being rude right now. Because that's Sydney Poitier, Betty Davis, and now Betty White. Betty White. Betty White. Sorry, Betty White. And Bob Saget. Rhonda just said that. Rhonda just said they go in threes. But That's remember wild. Betty White? I, I think Betty White passed in a wait. Yeah, that, that was the end of the year. That was the end of the year. Right. It was wild. And they were already planning to have a hundred year celebration like this month. And now they're like, mm, never mind. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. It's not funny. So hey, rest, <laughs> in, rest in peace, Bob rest Saget, though, man. Yeah. Yeah. Full so, house, man. With um, but with this series, I don't know, like. I wasn't really hyped to watch it. I had been hearing about it for a while because right before the pandemic, they were shooting it in San Francisco. Um, <laughs> so there were all these like sightings of like Keanu Reeves around San Francisco and stuff, um, which was pretty cool. And I think some of my coworkers. For real? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, yeah, it was shot in San Fran. Yeah. So a, a few of my coworkers were actually like, helping out on um, on the film and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I knew about it. I still wasn't really highly. It wasn't highly anticipated in my eyes. And then um, one of my friends does movie reviews online and he like, he does really, they're like minute long movie reviews. And he's just like, it's either like uh, a, a head nod, two head nods or a mean mug. And he just gave this one like two mean mugs. And he was just like, this is bad. Da, 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 da. And I was like, oh, so then I was like, all right. Uh, I knew I had to watch it. So I watched it anyways. And his bad review of it, gave me such low expectations that I was actually actually pleasantly surprised once I started watching it. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I like the way that, I think that it's I had low expectations. Yeah, yeah I thought it was- really, way to go on with these Matrix movies. Yeah, so, I mean, I thought it was really smart the way that they tried to like weave this one in. Now, like Neo's like a video game designer and he's got like, I guess uh, to the outside world, he's got like a different- like they perceive his look and body different than what he actually looks like. I gotta be honest, man. I feel like they were really like making fun. I don't say it towards making fun of, but I feel like they were really on that uh, San Francisco, Silicon Valley Bay Area vibe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that culture. Yeah. Right. They were really. I trying feel to like make fun the Matrix was kind of like that. Yeah. It was trying. It felt like the the Matrix, the original Matrix, was maybe it was because that was in New York. So I felt like maybe they were trying to make fun of like the finance culture or whatever there and so this one was like making more fun of like the tech culture but it was cool that they did it in gaming and yeah um i don't know like i i didn't hate it um you know but it was like in the visuals i thought were cool i thought that like for the most part i enjoyed it i did have to kind of break it up and like re go back and rewatch some stuff um i feel like honestly like before you hopped on eddie i was trying to sneak in like a matrix resurrection that's what i hear <laughs> video you I know what like, really helped no. us out we before uh when we started it 
you're like man what's going on so um after like watching it for like five minutes resurrections me and Rhonda, we stopped it and then we went to youtube and we like saw a recap of the yep. first three movies in like 10 minutes yeah and that really helped us on out we we're like oh because yeah. i can't speak for y'all but it's like i think the first one is great but those last two were like eh, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? and the, even like the second one is like okay but the third one is like horrible i'll never right. watch it so. yeah so and that's the thing i was like um you know i just honestly i, I appreciate that with a lot of like movies that i feel like are kind of complex quote unquote i did that with dune i watched like an explainer before i watched the new dune and I was like, yeah, no, this is great. I totally understand what's going on here just because I watched like a five minute like World of Dune video. Uh, it's something that I, I still haven't seen Tenet, but I feel like I've heard so much about how crazy Tenet is. Bro, you need to check out is. Tenet, man. I think it's on HBO Max. I've heard bro. nothing but bad reviews and people saying that it's hella crazy. Confusing. I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, and you one know of the few. <laughs> it's very confusing. Yeah. I love it though. Yeah. It's like, but I think Inception is like that too, man. I think Exactly. All, all his movies. I love up. it. I need to go back and probably study a little bit more, but I I feel like overall it was cool. I mean, it's just like with, with any of these uh, franchises that they reboot. I mean, it's a lot of nostalgia and you just can't shake how old these actors look. (laughs) (laughs) Especially like, you know, like it's just like with, with a black reboot, it, they don't really look that old but with this it's like yo kiana old uh, kiano can't move like that i'm like you know what I, I don't mean? know though man have you seen him in john wick though bro i didn't see him in john wick I oh man yeah. yo, yo man kiano and tom cruise man them dudes are aging like freaking fine line right i mean the last thing i will <laughs> say is old as death i appreciate i appreciate <laughs> Keanu for as a person but like the last thing i would just say is like this movie it's just yet another hi- highlight of how I honestly don't think that Keanu is like a good actor. I don't think anybody does, bro. Yeah. And it's just like, he's been so tied to these franchises that he's got to be the star of the movie. But it's just like, how is he the lead? I, he's, he's, <laughs> I don't know. So that was a little like, I, I mean, it was like, I had mixed feelings about it. I didn't hate it, but, uh, I probably I'm I'm a I don't know, I'm gonna watch it one more time to understand it and then I might be good. <laughs> Ooh, I gotta be honest, I'm really not clear on like whether you're gonna give this one thumb up, two thumbs up, two thumbs yeah. down. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what that's gonna be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not really clear. <laughs> right. You're like, yeah, I don't hate it. <laughs> yeah, I don't hate it. But that's that generally right. shows you it's not gonna get two thumbs up. So <laughs> yeah, like, if I can say that the best thing I can say is I don't hate it, then it's not. <laughs> it. All right. What about you, Malin? So, yeah, um, I mean, I definitely think that like the, uh, the graphics and the fight sequences and stuff like that, uh, you know, made this uh, movie enjoyable for me to watch. And, you know, that definitely made up for uh, the different confusing elements like that were going on uh, throughout the movie. Um, you know, me and my fiance, Elaine, uh, we watched, we, we, we watched the uh, the first Matrix before watching this one, which I thought was like definitely a good idea. I know that wasn't yeah. helped on out. Yeah. yeah. You need yeah. to watch the other two. I yeah, mean, yeah. She, yeah, exactly. And she had never even watched the Matrix before. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, for this. real? Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, what let's run she, this. What did she think of the first Matrix? 
Uh, she thought it was dope, man. I thought it was dope too. I thought it was a lot better than this one. Like the first one was sick. The first one was really, really, really dope. I had probably seen it in a few years. Um, but yeah, like the first one is so good. It's just really, really good. And so this one just like didn't level up to it. She liked it. She's kind of like a harder critic with some of these movies than I am. And she really liked it too. So, you know, we watched that last night and then we watched, uh, you know, uh, Resurrection this morning. And yeah, we're kind of- That's good because the there's a lot of symmetry, especially in like yeah, first like right. 30 minutes. Like all the way up until when they pull them on out. It's like there's a yeah. lot of things that are very much the same. And I gotta be honest, like <clears throat> I don't think I've ever seen the second or third one, but I feel like I was able to get enough out of the first one to be able to be able to follow in this. Bruh, I can't tell you what down. happened in the second yeah. and third one, man. Yeah, so like they only had like a little bit. Like I think there was only like 10% of like re- like of all the references that they had to the old uh storyline, it was probably like 10% was like to those second and third. You go to the YouTube junk when it's just like, yo, here's it in 10 minutes and stuff. Right? Yeah. I do, I do, I would say that I, I do remember in the third movie, like the Priyanka, the Indian girl, her, she, she's in the third movie as a little girl mm-hmm. and, and her dad is a, like the, um, I don't know, he's like an engineer or whatever in the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that was like, something you probably had to have seen like the second or third movie to like yeah. get the connection well, I got the gist. like i feel like they explained that though yeah so, like i got it like i get what you're getting at there's yeah. her dad was like, like they explained that well in this so i got that like i felt like i didn't really need to see that to understand what the relationship was yeah. how who this new girl who this new lady was so like you know i, I got it so um but yeah you know um all in all like i was able to follow really really well until about like halfway in is when things got really really got confusing to me and so I got some points um and some things that I was just kind of like just questions that I have that maybe you guys can enlighten me on that you might have a better understanding than I did yeah man go shoot awesome some things so so you know I guess like things started pretty abruptly to me in this film uh you know the character bugs uh you know the chick with the blue hair she's just like in that programming sandbox environment um that uh Neo created um so like like, why was she even there in the first place? Uh, did they somehow, like, know that Neo programmed the new Morpheus and that they just they just wanted to steal, like, the code for that modal and then bring it into, like, the real world? Like, why, like, why were they even there? And how would they even know that there was a Morpheus in, like, the sandbox environment? Like, did that, that was just so abrupt to me. And it's just, like, that wasn't really explained. Oh, yeah. So, I guess, I mean, I thought that it was their... Yeah, I guess you're right, because they didn't know, like, she ran into Morpheus and was like, oh, yeah, you're Morpheus. So she didn't yeah. know before she went in there, and it's like, well, then what were you guys doing in there? What were you, what was yeah. their mission, if yeah. not to retrieve Morpheus and get him out? Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah, wait, that, that didn't make any oh, sense. Oh, wait! Yeah, you saying, because she's like, hey, I got blue hair. I'm, I'm like part of the new game. We're in here to get you on out. But then the other story is, she was like, how I meet you? I was painting windows. And <laughs> I saw you jumping off. Of, I saw you jumping off a, 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 a building. And I was like, wait, you're Neo. <laughs> so I was like, no. wait, which one is it? Is it you and your crew is in here fighting? Or that you was just a zombie painting windows? Like, you can't. 
It's, Wait, it's either no. or pick one. No, he or, she or so she jumped into the into his video game. Yeah. But the interaction we're talking about is like, how did you like she met Yaya in there or Morpheus in there, but she didn't know that it was Morpheus or whatever. So like why was she in the in game? What was the mission of her and her crew being inside of this sandbox thing to begin with? Right. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So here's here. I kind of went with that, man. I was just kind of like, I don't be thinking about it. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of oh, moments right. like that, man. There's a lot of moments like that, dude. Right. And so, all right, right. so on to my next point. And this is just like <laughs> transitioning in and out of the matrix was very abrupt at times. So earlier in the film, they were, it made it seem like, all right, so yeah, we don't need to phone boost anymore. And I'm glad they like transitioned away from that because in 2022, 2021, people don't Can't need find phone no fucking phone boost. Right, exactly. So they were like, oh yeah, we do mirrors now and stuff. But like, they kind of just threw that out the window like towards the end of the film. Like <laughs> they were just like, you know, um, they were able to just like go, like they unplug them like out of nowhere. Like at the end of the movie, they just unplugged them. Like they just started unplugging them. Like, so like, what was the criteria of being to <laughs> export in and out of the, the matrix? Because it didn't seem like the mirror stuff, like, you know, needed to be consistent. Know, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. See, I didn't even peep that. I was I was confused the whole time. I it's, it's, no, no, I was confused the whole time because I was like in my head, I was like, just unplug them whenever you they're running away. Why are we yeah. <laughs> but I guess they always have to run to a mirror and then they use the mirror as a transport and then they can get unplugged. But I'm yeah, that whole like transport process is confusing because I'm like, look, if they're in asleep. You go into the matrix by just getting in the chair and getting plugged in. Why can't we just unplug you at any point? <laughs> and that's what they did later. Like after oh, that, I mean, you know, it just didn't make any sense around that. Like there was no really defined criteria of like how to get in and out of the matrix. So like that was like throwing me off as well. I gotta um, be honest, man. So here's my thing on how I watch all these matrix movies, except for the first one. But it's just kind of like, oh, I watch them. It's just kind of like cool action sequence. And then like, all right, they talking. See. And some robots. Well, this so shit's gotta make sense. Right. And it then, and sense. then, cool, cool action sequence. That's how. I, that's how. If I it's gonna be like See? that complicated and deep. It's gotta like, make sense. Cool. It's they're doing logical. They're doing karate. I mean, Cool. And then, see, Eddie's the type of nigga that like don't listen to like lyrics and rap songs. He's like, I mean, the but the beat slap though. I'm like, yeah, I guess. But he's like talking gibberish right now. That's how I feel about like the Matrix. They're like, maybe if we make a whole bunch of convoluted rules, they won't question the inconsistency in the rules when we just break that shit later. This is yeah. not consistent. Yeah, like, then- I can't even explain to you the whole morph like. Yeah, we'll talk about y- Yaya's, but yeah. I can't explain to you, like, the whole Morpheus situation. Yeah. Wait, what else do you have, Malcolm? Yeah, else? and then, like, um, you know, they said that they would end up addressing why the AI, like, enabled Neo to create that Matrix video game, since it kind of puts the Matrix on Front Street, but they never really addressed, like, why they were cool with that, like, at all. Like, why would they allow him to, like, really broadcast, like, Oh, we're gonna make the, like him in the game making a video game about the Matrix. Like, what? Like, what do they have to gain from that? They could have shut that down at any point, but they let him like build that video game. Yeah, I feel like there was something that Doogie Howser said. I'm a 
forever go <laughs> matrix <laughs> what's his name neil patrick harris neil patrick, yeah. <laughs> neil patrick i thought that he tried to explain it. I actually he said that they were gonna get to it but they didn't he's like, i'll explain that later <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't worry so, about it like you know yeah i i guess you're right. i knew he was gonna be the bad guy yeah I, I didn't, I was actually kind of surprised. I was like, oh yeah, no, that makes sense. Also, what was Agent Smith beef <laughs> with the analyst? What was his beef with Neil Patrick Harris? I was the analyst because <laughs> I got no Agent idea. Smith wanted it to be restored to the former version of the Matrix. Like that's what his thing was. Mm-hmm. And so like towards the end of the f- film before the last fight sequence, like Agent Smith was like, all right, cool. We're gonna have this little alliance with Neo and Trinity and all them. And uh, for what though? Because if you think about it logically, <laughs> if Neil Patrick Harris would have just killed Trinity, like uh, Agent Smith would have gotten what he wanted, which is that they wanted to, they wanted the Matrix to like re, to, to do the fail safe and, re, and go back to the previous version of the Matrix. And that's what Agent Smith's objective was. So real, like if you think about it logically, Agent Smith should have just let Neil Patrick Harris kill one of them because that would have obtained his objective. Like that didn't make any sense for him to intervene and like mess with the analyst. Like that made no sense either. <laughs> uh, but wasn't the analyst like, nah, we having a new, like maybe his beef is like, nah, like the analyst wants the new matrix and Agent Smith wants the old matrix. Right, yeah, no, that's real. And I, I agree with that. So but the analyst... Um, needed both of them. He he said in his like whole change that he went on whenever he went on that slow motion reverse scene, he said that we need both Trinity and uh, uh, Neo to right. have a stable new matrix. So if one of them got killed and he was about to off Trinity, that means because he was able to get like his superiors and this is coming from Wikipedia, he was able to get his superiors to, to chill out and be like, all right, hey, I, 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 uh, I was able to um, like put an ultimatum in front of Neo. And if he's not able to convince Trinity to go into the new version of the, um, uh, come back out of the matrix, then we will be able to like get him back in his pod. And so he was like, I'm gonna have these superiors on chill for a minute. And then, but like that like never happened. Like, so if, if any of them would have died, like they would have just hit that fail safe and then it would have went back to the old version of the matrix, which is what Agent Smith wanted. Yeah, I love your passion about this, but I've I've stopped giving a fuck about this movie. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of plot holes. That's like, I was wrong, no man. I was just getting kind of mind fucked on it because I was thinking about this stuff logically, and it just does not make sense. So like, like why was Agent Smith trying to help him? It it really doesn't make any sense. Because it's cool. Have, <laughs> it, it's yeah. cool to have people team up. That were, <laughs> a, were historically enemies so now it's like oh okay cool but like literally a date and that was my problem i'm not gonna harp on uh the spider-man movie or whatever that came out but that's my problem with like movies that are reboots that are all really just about getting grouped together again it's just like y'all will do any y'all will just jump hoops to just avoid logic in this just yeah. like oh whatever just, let's just get them all together like like that's how it was with Spider-Man. It's, let's just get all three versions of the Spider-Man together. It's like, I mean, but you only got white versions of the Spider-Man? Like, there's no yeah. other parallel universe with a with a non-white, <laughs> average-ass white man Spider-Verse? I don't know. Like, that's, that's how it was with me in this. It's like, let's just get people to team up. Because, like, 
on that note, Malcolm, did you realize, like, if you go back and watch the Matrix with Jada Pinkett in it, she's, like, supposed to be this, like, independent rogue, and she's always breaking the rules, but now that, like, the blue-haired lady is, like, coming in and breaking the rules, she's, like, this hard, like, I'm, like, yo, yeah. like, why... You I hated Jada Pika's character in this. So much. She was so bad. <laughs> so bad. I was just like, like relax. Yeah. Like she just kept doing like dumb shit. And then like to lock him inside of a um uh, uh what she locked Neo inside of like a cell. I was like, damn, that's that sucks. Punch tower. Right. But then like he turned around and he had a whole ass balcony. I was like, yeah, wait. Like, oh. This isn't even like, like what? Y'all know you know they got hover cars, right? And they can just pull up and right. get it. <laughs> like, yeah, it was a while. And she got mad at the Indian chick for not telling her about something and was mad about that for two seconds. She would, she was quick to get, <laughs> quick to get mad. And then like, it's like, it's cool. It's, it's this. And she'd be like, oh, all right, cool. I guess I'm on board. It's like, just stop. Just listen. Yeah. Just stop getting mad and upset and saying, no, that's not the rule. And then being like, all right, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Yeah, so you know, he was yeah. like mad for the volunteer. She was like, "Why are you all volunteering for this thing that I want you to do?" <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, I mean, you wanted volunteers. Why are you mad now? <laughs> yeah, I was going to, I was going to order you to do it anyway. She was like, volunteer. Oh, good. So, win <laughs> win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jada Pinkett's character need to relax a little bit. So. Well, um, any other thoughts on your first impressions or questions with him, Mallory? My one last point is this, um, you know, I guess what made Neo like Neo is that he could just do all this stuff to like bend the matrix to his will and like fly and all that. But then Trinity ends up being able to do that same stuff. So if Neo's the one, does that make Trinity the other one? Like, you know what I mean? Like what, mm. what makes him the one? So, um, but yeah, overall, like I said, like I said, the action, the, um, the graphics, like is what kept me in it. Um, and that, you know, that, that's what made me like really kind of still like the movie. Just, there was a lot of problems and I was thinking about this like all day. I was like, I don't know, this just doesn't make any sense. Like why age, like, and they never even came back to Agent Smith. Like he, he, he initiated that last fight sequence, but they just never came back to that. They were in the middle of the air and he was like, oh, Trinity can fly now too. And then they got portaled out of the Matrix and then they're just like, we're fucking with Neil Patrick Harris at the end. But I just don't like that they didn't really come back to like Agent Smith and like kind of have some wrap up with him, but whatever. Maybe they're opening it up for another episode of this franchise. I think they're oh, trying. I, I think they're trying to make it another sequel. I think they're trying man. to, or sucks. another trilogy. Ugh. All right. All right. Well, um, Theo, what did you have a favorite scene, or was there a breakout performance, or a yeah, favorite performance by anyone in particular for you? Yeah, I mean, I really like the Neil Patrick Harris scene where he's like manipulating time. Um and oh down. bullet time yeah, yeah, yeah. He's about he's to have like, old gal get shot in the bullet head yeah yeah, yeah. I I thought it was I mean I guess I was excited because it was like the most like I needed some explanation because it was just going and going <laughs> and going and I was like thank you you answered exposition right like I was like I appreciate some of this exposition here I like I like I like. Neil Patrick Herrick's like comedic delivery like I, I think I probably actually just just enjoyed because I'm not a huge Matrix fan 
I probably enjoyed this one the most Half because note. there was uh, uh, some like comedy in it. I feel like it was like, it was a little, it didn't take itself as seriously as other Matrix movies. And I would equate that a yeah, lot. Especially with, those last two. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would equate that with uh, Neil Patrick Harris's presence. Um, so yeah, I mean, honestly, I guess Neil Patrick Harris is probably my like breakout star in it just because he like, he he grounded a ridiculous storyline and in, in world yeah. a little bit more for me, um, and made it so that I could you know I could enjoy it um, and laugh a little bit. Definitely, cool. What about uh, you, Malcolm? Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. Like that was my favorite scene too. Was that whole like reverse like slow mo scene that they had? Because yeah, like I needed them to just like you know pump the brakes because they're moving <laughs> really really fast and just kind of explain. All right, we resurrected people, resurrected uh, Trinity and Neo, and this was why. And then, okay, here's an ultimatum, and like that ultimatum, like set up, set up like the the climax going into the rest of the film. So like that scene was definitely by far the best because like it just, um, it just kind of brought everything together, slowed things down, like introduced introduced this new villain or an antagonist. Um, and you know, it was just really, really good. Um, just cause like, yeah, I was, I was kind of just getting really, really lost until that point. Um, my breakout character was, uh, uh, performance was Yahya Abdul Mateen. Um, and you know, I thought he was a really, really cool Morpheus. I think he definitely portrayed Morpheus character, Morpheus character well. I thought he was always like rocking some fresh fits, uh, in this one. He was looking definitely dope. I think that they should have let him they should have definitely put on him the templeless eyeglasses the iconic templeless eyeglasses that he had oh the first yeah one. yeah I'm like yeah come on like that's his thing like you got the glasses that don't have the temples on it like so and, and when I, i'm saying temples that that's a part of the glass that hangs around the ear about- i didn't know what, i didn't know what it would I, I was trying to describe like figure out how to describe it and i had to look up like a diagram that like showed parts of eyeglasses because i didn't like know what that word was called <laughs> um so um and then yeah i mean i think that he like you know had a kind of more of like a looser less serious like type of portrayal of Mor- morpheus and he like you know, it could be comedic at times so yeah i definitely think that yeah yeah crushed it so yeah now exactly. it kind of makes me think like what i don't even remember how the last matrix ended because it's like why why is neo just back in the fake world again it's like honestly i wish they would have kind of done creed with this Whereas, like, all right, cool, like, now. Here's Neo, a quick refresher. No, my bad. Or a prequel. I, a pre. I mean, I know. I just wish that, like, I liked Yaya's character so much. I was like, he's way. I can we hang out with him and not Neo's boring yeah. ass? So it's like, how could we have like, maybe had like Neo be introducing this new Morpheus to the Matrix and having, you know, the new Morpheus be like training or learning yeah. how things operate. That would have been like, real cool. You know, because yeah. like, because yeah, I mean, Neo's dry and this dude yeah. was super swaggy. Was yeah. Like, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> so I got to be honest, Malcolm, so that kind of gets me to, I don't know if you're finished with what you were saying, Mally, but I, my favorite performance and my favorite scene or scenes were anyone that had, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So specifically like the beginning part of the movie. And um, I started to get disappointed when it was just kind of like, wait, he's not, he's just going to be like some like 
metal uh <laughs> like illusion hologram thing you know what i mean so um i thought it was very swaggy i thought it was funny um i thought it was cool like that opening sequence when it was kind of like showing when he was kind of doing like the quick transition um i thought it was cool when he did his introduction in the bathroom i thought he looked real cool in the orange suit and then he did the shooting of folks um <clears throat> and then when they uh they did the taekwondo uh training session i thought he was real cool so uh, I love a lot of them, and I wish I had a little bit more of them inside of this. So, um, but yeah, I thought I thought he was really great. Yeah, and I was really looking forward to him inside of it. Yeah, and I definitely like second what Theo said. Like it would be cool if they did kind of like a Creed style thing with Morpheus because they even like he even said at one point, yeah, they had to bring me like up to speed like on a lot of stuff because like one, he's like not the real Morpheus. Like because that was like another thought I had. I'm like, how did he have all this like existential knowledge about like the real world and stuff? It's because like the uh, you know the people in the real world, you know, they got his program and they started putting his program or his code on game to like you know what their objectives were and like what their mission was that would have been sweet just like drill into that to see like his progression because yeah he's a lot cooler than neo so yeah <clears throat> well i would have liked to seen lawrence fishburne um also kind of like yeah like at least like uh something so you know it's cool so um on an interview on the recent interviews uh lawrence fishburne was asked they're like so uh why don't you make an appearance in the new matrix movie and you know in a certain kind of I don't want to say throwing shade type way, but Lawrence Fishburne was like, I don't know. Why don't you ask the director, Lena Wachowski? She hasn't reached out to me, so I have no idea why I'm not I'm not in the new movie. <laughs> so you can wow. tell he was kind of like feeling a certain type of way about it. I mean, he should have, like, yeah, like yeah, <laughs> I wish he should have reached out to him. Like, yeah, it's like, damn, all right, cool. <laughs> like, yeah, he's like, like give me the acknowledgement like, hey, like, yeah, or at least be like, hey, we don't want you for a new movie, but I want to reach out out of respect. But I mean, all in all, he probably still got paid because in this new one, they have like footage of the old, like original Matrix. And so like since, like if you look up on IB, IMDB, like, uh, you know, the cast, he's in the cast because he's, you know, technically in the movie. So he still yeah. probably got paid. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. They would, I thought it was, they had some pretty meta, you know, for, for lack of better terms, uh, scenes when they would like really refer to like, hey, Warner Brothers wants us to do a sequel. Yeah. Or when they um they left that one train station and they went to that one room and they were showing the uh, original movie scenes uh, of the red and the blue pill up on the wall. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Well, yeah, definitely. On, you know, on that, on that point, I was kind of mind fucked for like the first like quarter of the movie because mm -hmm. I thought yeah. that uh, I was like, damn. So it was like it just a video game like the whole time. <laughs> and, then, and then they're like oh no no this is this is just like he just created it because it's from his memories and stuff but like for a minute it wasn't like you know really like explicit like oh no it's he made a video game um or the video game is just like you know from his memory so yeah i was like i don't know dang i didn't know uh... oh yeah i was gonna say uh do y'all peep christina ricci randomly I yeah, like, you know, I yep, see yeah. her act in a, in a minute. No, know? so you know what? I'm going to catch her in. I'm going to catch her in a show that's on my list. I've been hearing great things about it. Is um, Yellow Jackets? Have you heard Ooh, about it? No. Nah. Showtime. So the premise is this: um, Have you ever heard of that book, Lord of the Flies? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's kind of like, yeah. So it's kind of like something like that. It's like a girl, a soccer uh, team. Uh, their plane lands in in the in the 90s. 
their plane lands in a, a island and you know it ends up being like a lord of the flies thing and some girls survive and it ends up being like you know 20 years later and they're adults so they're like our age and stuff and they're kind of like in the real world and they're like having like flashbacks to like 20 years ago to when they're in it so it's like christina ritchie it's uh do you know who juliet lewis is um juliet lewis dreyfus dreyfus <clears throat> no um do you know uh national lampoon's christmas vacation Mm-hmm. The daughter yeah. in oh, Christmas yeah, yeah, vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Christina Ritchie and her there and stuff. Oh man, now I want to see it. I like Julia, uh, Julia Louise. She's um in Cape Fear. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. She's in Cape Fear. Yeah. yeah. So man, check that on out. So all right, man. Maybe just kind of wrap this one up. Uh, I know I was getting this a little bit off topic, but. Why don't we do a quick round table on um, whether we're going to give these uh, one thumb up, two thumbs up, or two thumbs down. Um, why don't we, you know, I'll start off. I've been kind of putting the focus on y'all. Um, <clears throat> I would actually surprisingly give it a two thumbs up because even though I don't see myself watching this uh, again, <laughs> um, if I was going to rank it out of the four Matrix movies, I have this like as a number two and I enjoyed it. And I think if I saw it in the movie theater and for what I wanted to kind of see from it, I think it had some good flashbacks. I think it had some good popcorn movie moments. Um, I think, I, you know, if I would have saw it in the movie theater and it's my first experience, I would have enjoyed it much more. Um, no, actually much more. Um, I, yeah, I think I would have much better experience. But that being said, I, I kind of broke it up into three different times sitting down and I still enjoyed the movie. But um, don't think I'll see myself kind of going back to watch it. But um, actually, I'll give it two thumbs up. What about uh, you guys? Uh, I mean, yeah, two thumbs down for me. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I, you know, I've been like, I've been noticing I've been giving most movies like one thumbs up and one thumbs down, kind of just in the middle. Um, but if I had to pick a side of the fence, I think I would probably leave two thumbs down with this. I mean, like, even like you giving it two thumbs up is based <laughs> off the premise that, that A, you thought it was better than <clears throat> two of the other trash films from the franchise <laughs> so it's like it's literally just the best of the worst and then b you didn't enjoy watching it but if it were in theaters you would have enjoyed watching no it. <laughs> no, no no i did enjoy watching it i did enjoy watching but you would have you it would have actually been like you would have enjoyed it a lot better had you seen it in the theater yes right. yes yep. okay and i think uh, it's box office performance would have been a lot better if it was you know, not a pandemic as well, too. So okay, yeah, um, yeah, I'm gonna give it two thumbs down. Still, uh, the best thing I can say about it is that I, I thought Neil Patrick Harris was kind of funny, and uh, the video game storyline was was cool. But like, I mean, yeah, the the two black characters. This me and me and Malcolm were talking before we hopped on too. Like, how is this even called? This is like barely a black film hey man <laughs> like, hey, hey yo man my wife man Rhonda all day was trying to talk me out of this <laughs> are you <laughs> serious yeah I was, <laughs> I was holding back text messages like hey can we wrap this one today because like I'm just like yo like there's two black characters there's three black characters there's Aunt Rachel there's Yaya who we all agree was dope but he was barely like he barely had enough time in it and then there was Jada Pinkett who's like who we hate who plays like it's like a weird yeah her character is like a 
it's like a funny care it's like a it's like a stereotype of what an old lady would be like it was just like <laughs> all right jd pink we need you to play an old lady and she just started walking with a hunch and being like oh i'm an old person i don't like being <laughs> old either, either but you don't see me complaining yeah, but yeah, 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 freaking mean like, hell, though. all right like this stereotype of elderly people is not gonna like the makeup ugh. i think the makeup think was my, crazy yeah i um, didn't even know it was jada pinkett until they had that flashback i was like oh it's jada pinkett okay <laughs> yeah i knew it was, but i was like this is silly um so yeah uh two thumbs down for me yeah, I guess, Malcolm, if you're not seeing the second and third one, you missed the whole Zion stuff. And I'll tell you right now, you'll be all right, Mr. Zion. <laughs> Zion was yeah. kind of a buzzkill to me. And you know, you know what Zion was? Pretty much that what you saw them hanging out at in that area. Whatever yeah, they yeah I, I got that. Zion saying, looked pretty much know, just like that. Compared to Zion, okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, except so for Zion's other... food uh, was worse, apparently. <laughs> yeah, so, so for me... Um, I'll give it one thumbs up, one thumbs down, because, you know, I did really think that the graphics were, you know, really, really good, a lot better. Um, and, you know, they had some cool fight sequences. I mean, I will say, and I don't know if y'all can maybe enlighten to me on the second and third one. I want to see them doing more like stuff whenever they're the one, like flying and like stopping, like, like telekinesis type, type stuff. Like, I just feel like they could have incorporated more of that type of stuff into the film. Um, and so I would have kind of liked to see that more in the fight sequences, but like, you know, they were, they were cool. Um, so so that's, I, why, that's why I kind of like, the, I honestly, I like, I think the second one, it does that. Okay. I feel like the second one has a lot of him flying and whooping butt and he like actually fights like a whole, like a hundred Agent Smiths at the same time. Oh, okay. Yeah. And there's I'm a lot of fun and stuff. So yeah, I would yeah. say like the second one had, but then it didn't like that's like I'll say I like I really like the first hour, but then after that first hour, then it just gets into a whole bunch of like <laughs> I don't know. stuff. Yep, yeah, yeah, I don't know <laughs> stuff. And then the third one, man, the start third one's just like a way bunch, a whole bunch of I don't know. <laughs> hey, so like, am I the only one that was like, what the heck is going on with this like crazy French dude? <laughs> and like. Oh yeah, with the exiles and stuff. I didn't know yeah. what that was about. Like, what the fuck was going on? To, I think I had to Google it because he was like the villain, or I think maybe my wife Andrea had mentioned. She was like, I think he was the villain in like the second or third one or something. Um, yeah, he looked regular and stuff. That's still yeah. kind of crazy though. I was very confused about that. Other thing, you know, I also couple things i really like everybody's fit whenever they went into the matrix i was like these they look oh yeah fuck. like <laughs> especially my favorite was the white girl with the baby hair like all curled up. Yeah. Like, the, the white girl with the baby hair she's fly as hell um, <laughs> she, but then there was something else that didn't make sense i don't know i don't know this movie was it, it was just a lot of very confusing stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. They said at some point, I thought I heard that Yaya's character was actually a a combination of, of Agent Smith and, and Agent yeah. Smith. Oh, yeah. that's actually, I mean, that's what I see it listed as. I mean, actually, he is uh, credited as Agent Smith and Morpheus, which I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck's going on. They didn't on. try to get any Agent Smith in there at all. And it's yeah. like, well, then if he was agent, if he was a mixture of Agent Smith and Morpheus, then why was Neo, uh, Neo's boss ended up also being Agent Smith as well? 
so there was like yeah. the real Agent Smith from the other Matrix, and then there was this weird combination of them from the video game, and that's who Morpheus was supposed to be. But if that was if that was who, if Morpheus was supposed to be that, then they shouldn't have hired Yaya. They should have hired some like they should have hired Drake or a mixed mixed person or something to like play like this. <laughs> <laughs> They should have got Drake. You funny, <laughs> dude. The only thing that matters to you is still here. I know it's why you're still fighting and why you will never give up. You don't know me. No? Well, um, on that, why don't we uh, use that as a good time? I think it's a good opportunity for us to take a transition. Um, and again, just to remind everyone what we like to do in here uh, is uh, not only to have an open discussion uh, amongst brothers about uh, about film from and contributions to people of color, but to also focus on spotlight, um, focus the spotlight on um, the, the careers of people of color in the film industry and specifically um, shed some light on how they broke into the industry. Um, there's a lot of people of color who do not know how ways to get into the industry. So we feel this is a great platform for us to um, discuss that. Uh, for this episode, who we um, want to, to discuss and focus on is Yahya Abdul Mateen the second. Got it right um, that time. <laughs> just uh, some, yeah, it took me uh, just a whole hour to figure it on out. Um, just some facts on uh, Yahya. So um, he was born July 15th, 1986 in New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, he initially grew up in the Magnolia Projects in New Orleans. Um, but then him and his family, as Theo mentioned, moved to Oakland, California, and he went to McClymans. I don't know if I'm getting that correctly, if it's McClymans yeah. or McClymans High yeah. School. McClymans, yeah. Yeah, McClymans High School. He was actually the prom king um, at McClymans. Um, he was an athlete uh, and a self-proclaimed uh, chess nerd. Um, <clears throat> however, his family was priced out of Oakland. And um, they actually ended up moving to Stockton, California. Um, he actually went to school in undergrad at Cal Berkeley, uh, where he graduated with a degree in architecture. Um, so he then worked as a city planner in the city of San Francisco. And he then got laid off. So when he was laid off, he used that time to um, apply for several different um, um, graduate schools. And um, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, just to back one up. When he was an undergraduate, he uh, was on the track team at Cal Berkeley. Um, Did you say his a, family was exiled from Oakland? No, not just, exiled. <laughs> priced out. Priced just, out. It is just too oh, expensive okay. to live there, so they moved to Stockton, which is like, yeah, yeah much cheaper. Much yeah, they, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, they got priced out and stuff. So anyways, um, he, he, he was on the track team at Cal Berkeley, and um, he actually has a minor stuttering um, uh, um, problem, I guess, or not problem, but has a, has a minor stutter. And so someone uh, recommended him to uh, attend the theater class at Cal Berkeley. So that's when he started getting exposed and gained a little bit of a passion for acting. So when he was laid off from uh, being a city planner in San Francisco, he was like, well, you know what? Why don't I um, apply to some acting schools? And he got accepted into several different ones, uh, New York's uh, Tisch School of Arts, um, amongst others, I think Harvard, but he ended up eventually going to Yale. Um, and then after going to Yale's uh, School of Fine Arts, so I think he's an, uh, a second person that we've reviewed here that uh, that is, went to Yale. I think the first person that we reviewed on um, on episode one was Jonathan uh, Majors. Majors. Yeah. Oh, wow. And he also went to Yale. So 
Um, yeah, it seems like they have a they have a deep roster. Um, <clears throat> so, um, his first role after coming out of Yale was in Boz Lerman's The Get Down on Netflix. Then that was his to- first role. Yep. That was oh my first role. God, he got a great first gig. Yeah, and he got a lot of great reviews off of that. Did you see that, Malcolm? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, so I thought he had some presence. I thought I remember for some scene, I was like, man, this dude's kind of weird, but he had some presence and um and he got a lot of good reviews off of it. So after that, and I'll tell you right now, that was crazy. I was just like, honestly, I think this is like since over the past five years. It was right around the time when I was like last living in Chicago. And right around the time when you first got married, Theo. So it was around five years ago when I think he first started getting on the scene. Ever since then, here's what he's done. He's been in Baywatch, The Greatest Showman, Handsmaid's Tale. He was uh, Black Mantis, the, uh, the bad guy in Aquaman. He was in Us. I love his performance in Us. It was just like almost kind of like a cameo, but he just had like a role as like the father in Us. And I just love his role. Um, he was in a Black Mirror episode. He was in that yeah. with uh, Anthony Mackie. That's another great episode. So another great performance. Oh, yeah. The one with that, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was yeah, in. He was that episode. Wa- yeah, he was in Watchmen, in yeah. which he won, his, he won an Emmy uh, for uh, um, that role. He played Bobby Seale in Netflix's A Trial of the Chicago 7. Uh-huh. Uh, this year, most, oh, I'm sorry, last year, 2021, he it was a starring role in the new Candyman movie, and he was the new Morpheus in Matrix Resurrections. Uh, coming up, he is going to be playing the bad guy in the next Aquaman movie, and he's going to be in a movie called Ambulance with Jake Gyllenhaal. So I think the brother's pretty hot, right? So, you know, he's got a lot of stuff going on, um, you know, got a lot of things um, in the pipeline. And again, just a lot of big movies, a lot of big roles over the past five years. So um, I think the brother's done a lot in the past five years, and I'm excited to see what he's got in store. Um, But Theo, Malcolm, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on him in regards to, you know, um, things that you've seen him in so far or... Um, some things that you would like to see from him in his future or if he's been on your radar at all or if, or if he's been new to you. Yeah, no, he did get on my radar. I don't know what it was exactly that put him on my radar. I think more so than Watchmen. Watchmen was probably like his biggest role. I was like, oh, okay. Brothers got it. I, I was always, it kind of like, I liked it. I felt like it was different, but it was like his wife in The Watchmen is Regina King and like Yaya's, wait, yeah there's probably like a 20 year age difference between the two of them and i i was like the only person was like y'all this is a crazy age gap but it's like most people don't even think about like especially with regina king looking so young um i think he kind of looked age appropriate uh for for her um spouse even though they have a 20 year age difference um, just because he, <laughs> he looks a little bit older um, oh yeah he definitely does and i'm yeah i'm glad to see him on the come up i actually sometimes get him confused with uh Mahershala Ali, Mahershala, Mahershala, yeah, Mahershala, yeah, Mahershala Ali, because Mahershala Ali is also from Oakland, and also like, I mean, I think his career started, you know, he started getting noticed a few years maybe before um, Yaya, but like, I just feel like both of them are kind of like having like parallel trajectories, kind of are playing a lot of the same. Like, I think, I think they kind of could be interchangeable. They're both like 
the yeah, super fit, yeah, yeah. model less black yeah. dark skinned brothers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm like, I'm really happy uh, for like his his come up. I'm excited to see him in more stuff. I'm, the two things that you just mentioned, I'm not too hype about because I did see the uh, the trailer for the the one movie, the Jake Gyllenhaal movie that you'd mentioned, um, mm-hmm. and it it wasn't really that it didn't look that great to me. Um, I'm also just nervous about this Aquaman movie. I don't know, Aquaman's kind of it's just it's always a weird franchise. I think I think Marvel's doing it okay but like i mean or, ever since dc's doing it okay since, but I don't ever know. since they recast it for being vincent chase um you know i like back when Aquaman was vincent chase and <laughs> ever since tripping, they bro. recast it i've been, I ain't, I've been <laughs> oh oh okay got you that was a uh that was a uh what, what is that movie or entourage. How make, entourage reference oh yes <laughs> oh, okay yeah no, i'm glad i'm glad you got that malcolm because that that would have just i would have kept it moving like yeah i don't know who vincent chase is but uh yeah but okay cool but yeah um super excited for yaya excited to see him in more stuff still need to catch candy man um probably would be worth us doing a, a review of that at some point um as it's a black lead horror movie yeah would that be in, in the no, I, I, that's not di- directed by Ava DuVernay, but I think it's directed by one of uh, the people that she, I don't want to say discovered, but that she worked with. Oh, okay. So, you know what? I'm sorry, man. I, something I forgot to totally bring up about uh, Yaya. He is actually a brother, uh, one of my fraternity brothers. He is a brother of Alpha Phi Alpha fraternity. He actually uh, crossed at Cal Berkeley. So, I just think that's uh, really cool. And I got to be honest, um, it really inspires me. Um, Theo, you really inspire me seeing you kind of out in Cali doing your thing in the film industry and stuff. And I think it's really exciting. So just seeing... Um, Malcolm ain't shit. No! <laughs> I didn't say that. You out west as well, brother. So you inspire me as well too, man. So no, you're the future, brother. You're the future. Um, but I'll just say this, man, you know, just seeing him from kind of make that transition from kind of, you know, being straight laced corporate, uh, um, and, and being a city planner and then making a transition to like, you know what, Hey, I want to start being acting in Hollywood. It's kind of pretty cool. So, and so not to say that I think what Theo is doing is any cooler than what I'm doing or what Malcolm's doing. Right. But, um, it just didn't, I did think that was kind of interesting. It made me think of Theo because, um, I think I saw Theo do a similar uh move when he was just like hey i want to be out in film so you know what i gotta go out to california and make it happen so um so i think that's I'm doing the same cool. thing out here in colorado man i'm trying to be a uh a pro snowboarder so i moved out to colorado because you know i'm doing my nine to five right now but watch 2024 i'm about to be in these x games wait malcolm are you are you gonna go snowboarding like this winter out there yeah, like we're about to Ooh. like run this like next weekend, bro. Oh, sure. I'm so jealous. I'm like, I don't know if you're like, because you do snowboard. I know you're not yeah. going to be in the Olympics, but you are. You are going to go snoboarding next week. <laughs> She's like, All you're right, serious well, about snowboarding? You ain't going to get any of that X Olympics. Games uh, money whenever I'm there. But yeah, yeah, I'm about to be snowboarding next week. I don't even know how X Games money works. Is that like, a, <laughs> like I'm about to get these sponsorships, bro? You're going to see right. me on these monsters commercials. Bro, how you how you gonna be snowboarding next week when you even got no furniture? How about you get your <laughs> snowboard and your furniture? Right, first? 
Right. Why do you need furniture to snowboard? The only furniture you need is a snowboard. So you, you, so you got your snowboard, but you ain't got your furniture. Nigga, you need to get furniture so your mic ain't so echoey. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair get enough. get yeah. some furniture in that empty ass room. <laughs> hey, well, on that note, um, yeah, you know, Malcolm, um, he'll be focusing on getting some furniture uh, while he's in there in Denver, and he'll be out there on these slopes as soon as possible. Um, but until next time, we, imp- we appreciate everyone, uh, joining us for the seventh episode and, um, we'll holla at you guys next time when we catch up on our eighth episode. Um, until then, thank you so much and see you next time. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Peace. Peace.